Caroline. Hello once again. Thank you for joining me this afternoon on Leaf's podcast. The world has changed out of all recognition. How we live, how we shop, how we work, communicate with each other. And the changes, the speed of those changes over the last three months has been shocking. COVID-19 has been a huge crisis that most of us have never seen in our lifetimes. And I think it's only right that such a catastrophic world event should change us. It needs to change us as society and people. LEAF is entering its 30th anniversary next year. We both joined the organisation in our mid-twenties. So during that time, Caroline, I'd, I'd love your reflections on how LEAF has changed over that 30-year period. You're right, Justine. And, and lovely to be talking to you this afternoon afternoon about leaf of course a subject i think is probably our favorite subject anyway so uh, always always great to be talking to you about it oh gosh what a change and as you say you know it it is a, a case where if we haven't learned from the experiences the changes the opportunities that the last 3 months has given us then we will be the poorer for it i think it's you know without a doubt this is not a dress rehearsal for other multiple issues of emergencies, whether it be Brexit and our impact towards some of the trade challenges that are inevitably going to result, whether it's climate change emergency or indeed, as you have highlighted, the the really sobering challenge of a pandemic hitting everybody's lives, both at a very personal level, but also, you know, at at a work level as well. It certainly does give us always an opportunity to reflect on something like this. And uh, one of my favourite quotes, it comes from Gulliver's Travels, written by Jonathan Swift, quite a few centuries ago. Uh, And the quote is, and he gave it for his opinion that whoever could make two ears of corn or two blades of grass to grow upon a spot of ground where only one grew before would deserve better of mankind and do more essential service to his country than the whole race of politicians put together. I think, gosh, you know, back in 91, we had grain mountains, we had butter mountains, we had wine lakes, and we had a population, a world population of 4.6 billion. Today, we have a population of just short of 7.8 billion. That is a 68% increase over those three decades. I, I think we are actually in a situation where food security is certainly not at the same level as it was back in the 90s. And the the impact of climate and the environment to our our future feedstocks and our future capability to grow food is is actually quite challenged. And I think it is going to be really, really important that what we have learnt over the last 30 years in terms of improvement of technology, our capability to respect and work with nature. After all, nature is really the ultimate technology and innovation for us to learn as to how we deal with delivering more sustainable farming because nature's got the solutions and we should be really working much more closely with nature to ensure that we we really do look at productivity our capability to make sure that we have a lighter footprint whether it be a water greenhouse gas emissions air quality footprint right through to ensuring that we are are working effectively alongside the environment and, and you, you know the habitats that our farmers really truly value. So 
huge opportunity in this space. So that's the sort of the farming core piece. I think what's been really interesting, we had cereals uh, live 2020. And at that, uh, there was a survey done to the farmers as what was the biggest impacts from their business? And what was the biggest challenge? 42% said the impact of climate change and these intense, severe weather incidences. And of course, we've had a winter where hardly any grain was drilled because it was so wet to then move into what was actually incredibly dry spring. So our capability to adapt, use technology to better care for our soils is going to be such a a core, core aspect of that. I was having a a conversation this morning with the wonderful Ian Waller and he said, you know, one of the big challenges is actually we're almost over-managing crop production. And I think that's a, you know, it's a really, some really wise words there, because actually that made me reflect and think, yes, we're over managing the crops, but also actually almost under managing the businesses. And, you know, there are going to be many levels of change that we are going to need to carry on refining, redeveloping, redesigning, reimagining in terms of going forward, because that has to be looking after nature, our capability to manage the business effectively and then to use technology really wisely. And again, at Cereals, uh, without a doubt, it was the skills that farmers most wanted was to deal with data effectively. And that came, in fact, to a head uh, in terms of the discussion that we had at one of our surgeries where the farmers were saying, yes, you know, how we use data to make the decisions of the future is going to be really important for us. So I think if I reflect back on what's really changed as an organisation, for us it has been the communications, the embracing of technology, the speed of that technology. Back in 93 we had carbon copy, leaf audit, it's now interactive, online, whiz whiz and you know in five years time it will be hopefully bringing out to the forefront the opportunity farmers to demonstrate the metrics that they are delivering against and of course fine-tuning the decisions that they are making on the ground as well on a day-to-day basis. So I think what a change that has been over the last three months, over the last three decades. There will always be change but the critical bit is to embrace it really strongly and, and passionately. You referred there Caroline to changing and being innovative and reimagining. I see the integrated farm management wheel behind you. When LEAF first started out in 1991, we were promoting integrated crop management, so only just working with the arable sector. And after a few years, we embraced the livestock sector. Just looking ahead, do you feel in terms of ensuring that integrated farm management as a framework is fit for purpose, that there will have to be included a tenth spoke to that wheel looking at health of people yes uh, I, I think you're you're right I, I would I would like to think not only will the development include of course some of the things like the bigger landscape of the management as well how we embrace that but of course yes I mean health is really critical and I think somebody asked me the other day you know what two words do you think are going to be the most important two words and it would be diversity and health and if you focus in on the health piece that has to be 
around soil health, environmental health, water quality, and of course, human health. If we are not delivering the right food that is in being embraced by us as, as consumers, then we've, we've missed a trick because that's what farming is, is all about. It is around delivering something which is about the health of the nation. You, we are the ultimate natural or, or national health service in effect. And I love the fact that one of our farmers said to, to me the other day, if I could do the sort of the vitamin tablet businesses out of business through growing the right food because it's respected and understood of its nutritional value, its vitamin rich value, then actually I'm onto a winner. And I think the health piece is such a core part as to what as an industry we, we really should be embracing because it's such an opportunity. And as you say, you know, the IFM wheel is actually a fantastic framework. It's all embracing, it builds onto the strengths of all the the range of farmers that we have and you know yes I always have it with me my husband does object a little bit Phil does object a bit when I take it to bed as well but you know it's, it's always there with me so yes <laughs> right so I do feel a tenth spoke coming on in in the not too distant future Caroline always an immense pleasure to have a chat with you on these mini podcasts and look forward to doing it again soon thank you Justine and always lovely to catch up with you as well thanks ever so much <laughs>